here is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Yesterday, a judge issued a temporary injunction against President Joe Biden's military vaccine mandate, delivering a win to dozens of Navy SEALs who have sued for the right to not get the jab. Uh, We'll see how that plays out because the whole thing is going to the Supreme Court on Friday. We should have an answer of whether or not the government and the president has the right to force everybody to put something in their body. Is it your body or does it belong to the government? We'll get that answer soon, hopefully, but another good step in that direction. Also, good step on Omicron. It looks like uh, it may just develop into the common cold. We might be at the end of this. Meanwhile, the debate of the vaccinated versus the unvaccinated is happening everywhere but especially in football. And I want to bring up Aaron Rodgers. I know nothing about it. So I'm going to let Stu and, of course, our sports expert, the legendary Jason Whitlock, the Blaze TV host of Fearless, go at it on... How come these heroes keep flipping back and forth from a hero of the left to a hero of a right? And... What's the difference between their stance, their heroic stance, and people like Kaepernick in 60 seconds? American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. All right. The Fed is finally prepared to fight inflation. Apparently, they said that they have acknowledged the cost of everything going up, that it's not transitory, which means they have to raise interest rates. They have said they're going to raise interest rates. Could be soon. It could be this spring. But... Whenever they do it, it is going to make things much more expensive for you, especially your credit cards and any kind of loan on your house. Please, there is a great opportunity right now. Take advantage of the opportunity of consolidation loans or a, a new loan at a lower interest rate. Please check with American Financing on how you can save hundreds, if not $1,000 every month. Call American Financing at 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or you can go to AmericanFinancing.net, AmericanFinancing.net. All right, we have Jason Whitlock on with us. Hi, Jason, how are you? Glenn, how are you? Happy Tuesday. Hey, thank you very much. I don't remember what episode it was that I watched, but I was on vacation and I was staying away from the news, but I thought, I'll watch Jason Whitlock because it's kind of news, but, you know, it's uh, more spiritual and everything else. You've got a great show, Jason. Really great show. Thank you. I appreciate it. I enjoyed uh, the opportunity to fill in for you a couple weeks ago. Wait a minute. They let you fill in for me? Yeah, they did. Holy cow. We'll just let anybody (laughs) off the street now. Uh, Jason, I wanted to talk to you about uh, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, There's a couple of things. He was, if I'm not mistaken, a hero of the left for a while because didn't he leave Christianity? I think so. And, you know, I think he went to school at Cal Berkeley, you know, and so they they loved him on the left. He was, you know, he, he fit part of the left narrative. But now I think he's starting to go the other way. I don't know if you saw this last night, Glenn, but uh, he was on the ESPN Monday Night Football broadcast 
and the book Atlas Shrugged was behind him. I think he <sighs> pointed to it and made reference to it. Oh my gosh, not Atlas Shrugged. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's yeah. such a controversial book. Yeah. I mean, hasn't everyone read Atlas Shrugged? Well, uh, Aaron Rodgers has, and I think it may explain what's what's going on with him. So what is going on with him? Oh, I think the same thing that's going on with everybody. You know, the Great Reset is actually a great awakening and uh-huh. for smart people. And people are just starting to wake up and the, the vaccine mandates and just all the other lies that are being forced down our throat are making people start to question themselves and question the beliefs they had just adopted because that's what everybody thought. And, and, but, but the vaccine deal, and I didn't understand this initially a year ago, but it's so personal and it affects everybody. And so it's, it's similar to the military draft. And because anybody, any man could, could be drafted at, at some point. And if you remember Muhammad Ali, mm-hmm. because he got drafted, uh, and it affected him personally, he then was forced to take a bold stand. And people that agreed with Ali jumped behind him and blah, blah, blah. That's what I think is happening with Aaron Rodgers. He's been forced, because of these vaccine mandates, he's been forced to take a bold stance. And people who have had nobody speak for them with a large platform in the mainstream popular culture, he's kind of been forced to be that guy. And he's starting to, I think, enjoy being in that position and embrace that position. And that's, he's turned into my favorite NFL player wow. uh, because of it. I will tell you that, that I think we're seeing um, heroes and I want to be careful on this. We're seeing people of real courage stand up, you know, Colin Kaepernick acts, you know, and, and the press makes it seem like he's so courageous. It's not courageous to stand up and say the things that everybody in power believes you know, and you're questioning the little guy, not the big guys. That That's not courage. Um, it might be what you believe, but it's not courageous. Courage comes from saying the things that could very possibly destroy you or your career. And that's that's the position some of these guys are taking. And we're seeing more and more of them, which is and, and they're not necessarily the people I would agree with. I don't have to agree with you. Uh, to say that's a courageous move. Well, Colin Kaepernick really didn't risk any wealth or real scorn because, uh, just like you said, he's taking on the police. The police are actually working class people doing what they're told by politicians, lawmakers, the government. And so he's not taking a stand against the real power lawmakers and the government. He's taking on the middleman who's just doing what they're told to do. And, and there's just no real risk all, all the, what, cause the thing that athletes and popular figures are most concerned about, how are they perceived in social media? And this, Colin Kaepernick stance has enhanced his brand in social media, which seems to be the most important currency public figures have, whereas Aaron Rodgers is receiving a lot of scorn over social media. He's certainly defined 
what the globalist and what the government and everybody else wants. Everybody else wants you to take the jab, but don't question it. Everybody else did it, so you need to do it. There's real risk in what Aaron Rodgers is doing, and and I, I even though he was forced, and there have been other athletes, an NBA player Kyrie Irving, who wasn't forced. I mean, he just took the stance, I'm not taking a vaccine. They basically have booted him out of the NBA. He, he's now coming back in because of this Omicron thing. but And then there was Cole Beasley, a wide receiver for the Bills, who's been kind of outspoken. But to see someone of Aaron Rodgers' success level, importance to the NFL, he, he's basically defined his league and popular groupthink opinion by taking the stance that he did. And, and I think it is pretty courageous. When he says, if science can't be questioned, it's not science. I think we are finally getting to a point to where the principles are so clear. We're not arguing about policies, really. We're arguing about principles. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You make, as a government, you make us run ads, pharmaceutical companies run ads, where at least 20% of the 60 seconds is disclaimers on all of the things that are not going to happen to you, but could and on this, we can't even talk about the things that might happen to you? That doesn't make sense. It's illogical, and that's where I think this journey that Aaron Rodgers is on is going to return him to his faith. Uh, because anytime you start seeking truth, of what you're really seeking is God. And he may not know that right now, mm. but he's going to get there. And and so I am proud and just want to be supportive of him. And, and uh, you know, look, he won't be perfect. None of us are. He may, uh, you know, say some things I disagree with. But as long as he keeps seeking truth and then responds to that truth by stating truth, I'm going to support the guy. Yeah. Um, how is your attitude? I know right before we spoke, um, I think on your show, uh, before the holidays and you were a little depressed. I, my attitude is better because I, I'm starting to think the great reset is actually causing a great awakening. And, and I do think it's because of this vaccine and just how illogical our approach has been, how, it's just shaking and waking people up and it has me a tiny bit optimistic that the actual right side is going to win. And I don't even mean that in a political sense. No, I know. I'm just saying people that love freedom yeah. are actually going to win. Yeah. I agree with you. Uh, Jason, thank you so much. God bless. Thank you. God bless. Go ahead. You bet. Bye-bye. Let me tell you about Patriot Mobile. If I were to tell you uh, that today you could not only lower your cell phone bill, probably by a lot, but in the process, you could also be supporting a company that has your values, promotes your values and defends your values. This company is called Patriot Mobile, and they're America's only Christian conservative mobile provider. And they put their money where their mouth is. They not only say, hey, you know, we're Christians and we believe in the First and Second Amendment. We believe, heck, in all of the amendments. They not only say that. They take their time and money as a company and pour it into the things that will strengthen 
those amendments, those freedoms, those things we fight for every day. Patriot Mobile. There's no reason not to switch. Stand with people and support the companies and the people that support you and the values that you believe in. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Call 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation with the offer code Beck. Veterans, first responders, you'll save even more. Make the switch today. It's PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Or call 972-PATRIOT. 10 seconds, station ID. You know, I haven't, I haven't asked you, Stu, how do you feel like Jason? How, where is your level of optimism or pessimism? Hmm. Oh, uh, boy. I'm trying to think of how to answer that. Coming out of a, a relatively long vacation, I'm more optimistic than normal. I think that we, we are in that point where there is sort of a, an awakening. I mean, it reminds me a little bit of that Tea Party moment where people were were willing to stand up and 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 talk about their principles but i mean as we saw that was that was that faded eventually um so i do expect for example a very significant victory for republican candidates in the 2022 midterms mm-hmm. uh, there's everything points to that barring some uh, unforeseen events that being said what happened in 2010 was a massive wave, the biggest wave election we've seen in a century, followed by maybe a little bit of complacency. Once that, like, that was almost seen as a finish line, which it is not. I think this is time it's different. I think, mm. uh, you know, the Tea Party was about the things that Washington was doing uh, with our tax dollars and bailing out the banks and things like this. We're now down to basic principles. You know, I tried to stress this has to be about principles and values. You yeah, you did that at the beginning. Though. That was yeah. certainly your message back then. Correct. Can't be about just elections. Can't be about Washington. It has to be about principles and values. What makes us this? Do you think that's that what that's what this is right now? Is that what you feel? Because I, to I me, think the that, energy feels almost more just anti what they're doing. They see uh, everyone sees a real threat from what the left is doing right now. And they want to stop it. And I think that's where the energy is. I don't, I don't know that I feel the, the principal focus that we saw back in 2010. Maybe that's a good thing. I, I, think, we're, I think we're seeing the, um, I think people see the threat from Washington, but they see it as uh, on both sides, they're waking up to it. And they're seeing it as, whoa, 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 whoa. You're way out of your lane. You're way out of your lane. You you are now affecting me and trying to tell me everything I must or can or cannot do. That is not your place. And it falls on because I know my rights. You know, we're when we're talking about deplatforming, we're talking about the First Amendment. When we're talking about questioning our government, we're talking about the First Amendment. When we're talking about the press, we're talking about the First Amendment. When we're looking at our cities melting down in crime, and now the biggest year in the history of guns in America was last year. And Democrats, Democrats, people who were against guns in California, 
now going to buy guns in record numbers. Mm. You're talking about the Second Amendment. People understand this isn't this isn't about some shooter that happens someplace else. This is about me protecting my family against people in my my neighborhood because the police aren't doing their job because of the politics of all of it. So I think we're going down. We're boiling this down to what rights are really important. It's interesting. I I I think that's a good way to see it, and I hope that's the way it turns out. I don't I, think I, people. I don't think people think of it that way, but they right. are thinking it's, about it as this is my right. Yeah, but, but they're not thinking of the Constitution. It's our job and others' jobs to make sure we're defining. Yes, you are thinking about the Constitution. That's why yeah. we're talking about the Constitution. Because I think right now a lot of the energy comes from the excesses of what the left is doing. Like there's a lot of energy against like what happened in Loudoun County, right? What's happening in you know with uh, uh, transgendered issues in sports, right? Where people are just saying like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. When people are burning down cities and half the country seems to be cheering this stuff on, there's a good chunk of people who aren't in that half of the country and don't associate that even though with that, even though they might be on the left generally. They don't want their cities burned down. They don't want crime running rampant in the streets. They don't want, you know, male swimmers defeating female swimmers by 40 seconds. This stuff just strikes people as so crazy that there's a there's there's a pushback there. I hope it associates. I hope it ties itself to those principles and they become the sticky part of this. Listen to this. Prudence indeed would dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes. That's where we've been. People have, you know, we disagree on policies. Accordingly, all experience has shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer while evils are sufferable than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations pursuing invariably the same object invinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty to throw off such government. That's what's happening. We have, we have a long train of abuses. And as it says here, the same object invinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism. Despotism. Mm -hmm. It is. It's the same goal over and over and over again. You're seeing the same thing happening. Everything is moving in that wrong direction. That's that's happening and has happened so many times. And it's starting to get uncomfortable when my daughter loses at a swim meet to a guy okay this has gone from theory to wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute no that's not right Mm. and it's becoming practical to everyone it's not theory should we all do the right thing for covid yes now practical what does that mean does that mean we all must take a vaccine Does that mean we all must close our businesses for eight months? What does that mean? That's where the abuse becomes very apparent. Before we were fighting universal health care and Barack Obama's, you know, uh, Obamacare. Mm. But it wasn't in practice. 
Right. We were saying this yeah. is what it's going to be. Once things are starting to be in practice and you see, wait a minute, this is not what I wanted. That's when people start to get their back up. Like Mike Tyson used to say, uh, everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face. It's like we've been punched in the face already. Over and over and over again. <laughs> over and over and over again. There's no way to ignore what is happening. I mean, look at the just the spending. We used to warn about spending. Hey, we don't want to spend. They spend trillions and trillions of dollars and they want trillions and trillions more. They've, they're basically telling you now there is no limit to the amount they want to spend. They used to hide that. They're now admitting it. I, I just remembered a story that I want to tell you, a, a piece of history um, when we come back that fits exactly where we are, that it just came to mind. I, I want to share that with you in just a few minutes. Stand by. Back in a minute. The Glenn Back Program. So why do I buy gold from Goldline? Well, one, they have the best track record. They've been in business. I, I don't remember what it is. It's like 50 years. I know I have been doing business with them for a long time. I was a client of theirs before they were a client of mine. Inflation is here. Gold is a hedge against inflation. Gold, gold goes up as the value of the dollar goes down. It is historic always happens the same way when you start to lose control of a currency people rush to things that have actual value gold is something that is physical that you can hold on to right now goldline is has all kinds of deals that i want you to talk to them about ways for you to hedge your your uh, your bet against insanity and Goldline has an extremely small quantity of their holiday silver rounds and their mind your business silver bars left over from Christmas. So please, you can get them uh, right now. Find out how to qualify for the free silver by calling 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE. Do it now. Brand new book, The Great Reset by Glenn Beck. It's available for pre-order now, but available in just a week at bookstores everywhere. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. You know, we were talking a minute ago about uh, this movement. Stu was saying, you know, is this a political movement? I'm I'm a little afraid because I saw the Tea Party. People stand up at the Tea Party. Mm -hmm. And where did that get us? Right. I mean, look, there were a lot of things that it achieved, but it, politically in particular. Uh, but it was not. A, a lasting principled movement i don't think uh, i don't think it it lived up to my very high expectations on that front yeah. a lot of good things i'm glad it happened uh, yeah but and it gave us it it gave eventually gave birth to things like well where we are now donald trump and everything else um it gave it gave birth to a an attitude and an understanding that things are f far worse than we thought they were yeah it woke a lot of people up yeah it may have just been a necessary first step in something bigger yeah so i want to tell you a story about uh, and i just tweeted this i put it up on facebook uh twitter instagram uh a painting that hangs in my house uh i painted it about well, a year and a half ago and it's of joe lewis and 
I painted it because I love the story. And then when I finished it, uh, it just connected with me. I've had tons of offers to sell this uh, to people. And uh, I just won't do it because the story behind it, to me, is too important. Um, what do you know about Joe Lewis? No. Champion boxer. So, I mean, not not all that much. Correct. Um, that's about what I knew. I knew his name. Knew he was a boxer. Knew he was a champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's interesting to me. Uh, the part that is interesting to me happened uh, in, uh, I think it was 1935. 1935 uh, is the year that really. Uh, Joe Lewis, I think, became the champion. And if you look at that painting, what's happening in the painting? It's uh, it's right after the knockdown, and and the 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 ref is in there saying, "You know, You're it's out. over. You're out." Okay, ten year. And out. where's Joe Lewis? In the background. No. Oh yeah, no. That's he. He was he lost lost that fight. That's right. Yeah, jeez. Oh, this is Max Schnelling. That's right. That's okay. Right, yeah. And he lost that fight. And uh, so the ref in this painting mm-hmm. is counting Joe Lewis out. out. Mm. Okay. That's and right. this is a very important, historically important fight. This this fight didn't happen at Madison Square Garden. This fight happened at Yankee Stadium. Mm. Okay. It was. Huge. Why? Max Schnelling. He was the yeah, the German, German, you know, superhero fighter. At the height, you know, 1935, we're in the growing of the Nazi movement, and African Americans are nobodies. And the master race can beat anybody. Well, Joe Lewis saw... Uh, uh, Schmeling and and thought he's an old man. He's past his prime. Joe Lewis was at the top of the game, and he was knocking everybody out, everybody. And he thought, I'm not going to have a problem with this guy. Are you kidding me? Hitler. This was a very important fight for Hitler because this was the master race coming against the inferior race. Well. The old man, as Joe Lewis would look at him, the old man did his research on Joe Lewis. And he, I can't remember which hand, um, but he would, he would block with his right and throw with his left, you know, or the opposite, I can't remember. But every time he'd throw a punch, Schnelling watched films of Joe Lewis, and he found that every time he throws his knockout punches, he lowers his blocking hand just enough to get a jab in. So as he's beginning to throw, you've got to throw immediately because he's lowered his, his, his blocking hand. It took 12 rounds for Schmeling, Schmeling to knock him out. 12 rounds. Finally, he was counted out. So why is this story important? Because I call that painting the birth of a champion. It's only when you've been knocked down 
and counted out and received rightly deserved humiliation. Do you stand up and you never make that mistake again? Schmeling came back. They had another fight. This time, Joe Lewis took him seriously. He was prepared. He knocked him out in less than 90 seconds. That's the birth of a champion. So what did we learn from the Tea Party? I think we learned a lot. We learned that the GOP is not our friend. That's not something that we all really understood. We, under, we understand now you can't just hire somebody and expect them to go in and do what they, what they say they're going to. The only person in my lifetime that has done everything that he said he was going to do was Donald Trump. He may not have finished the wall, but he was building it. He's the only one in my lifetime who has said, this I'm going to do, and, uh, and you can mark me and look at me in four years, and I'll tell you if I've done it or not, and he did them. That's the kind of politician we're looking for. That has nothing to do. I think most Trump supporters wish he would put down Twitter and wish he would just be a little more, uh, a little less flamethrowing. You know what I mean? But we accept that because he's loyal to the things that he said he would do. And he's loyal to the people that he says he represents. If you're a politician, that's all you have to do. Just mean what you say and say what you mean. Do what you said you were going to do. So back in the day, we thought we won. We had this huge wave. We were also fighting shadows. And fighting those shadows uh, those shadows were actually very effective now. They're not effective. Oh, I'm a racist hate monger, am I? Mm-hmm. Gosh. Mm-mm. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Uh, and the vast majority of people are now on to that game. And so you're seeing you're seeing the press for who they are. You're seeing the Republicans and the Democrats for who they are. You're seeing the actual agenda and you're feeling the effects of it. It's going to get worse before it gets better and it's going to get worse before the general election. You're going to see real economic hardship. Now, are we going to be there to help people or are we going to be the people that are pointing and saying, yeah, it's their fault? If we are there to help the people who are struggling, you know, learn this from learn this from the mob. I mean, the mob, the reason why the mob does so well over in Italy is because when there's a tragedy, they're the first on the scene. That's why people are they'll they'll go in with the mob. We're not the mob. We just think, you know, people just think some people think that we're. Not the good side. 
But we are. If we just retain, re- retain and remain who we are. When the hard times come. And speak not about policies, but principles. And then do and live what we say. And hold the others to account. I mean, I, I love these people who say, I'm, we're not going to forget. You vote for this bill. We're not going to forget. Well, I've yet to see that. I'm hoping I see that. I'm hoping that we see a real backlash against the Republicans or anybody else that are playing footsie. But I'll believe that when Mitch McConnell is gone. I'll believe that when the ones that everybody knows, oh my gosh, he's a disaster. Cocaine Mitch isn't going anywhere. He'll be here till he's 148 years old. He's ne- Cocaine Mitch is not going anywhere. Cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Still one of my favorite political ads of all time. Uh, but I mean, I, I look, there's always going to be, there's always going to be senators and congressmen you don't like. But I mean, yeah. if you look at, you know, the, who are the stars of the Senate now? They're the people that were elected during the Tea Party. You know, Mike Lee, yes. you know, Ted Cruz, Rand Paul, those people that everyone, you know, I think have held up pretty well through this principle wise have uh, came out of that era. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of good people who did come out of that. Maybe it takes more than one wave. Maybe we don't get what we want on the first day. It like took them 100 to. years right. to destroy us. Yeah. Look at the plan. That plan was not a two week plan. No. You know, it was a very long term one that you've outlined for a long time. Right. And it's going to take a while to push back on it. Maybe this is another important part of it. I think this is a critical part and a very important part. And I think if everybody keeps their cool, this is why the press is trying to piss you off this week. They're going to try to piss oh, you off this week. This, week. this Thursday in particular, this January 6th thing. Don't even watch television. Don't even watch it. Uh, they are just going to make everybody who voted for Donald Trump into the worst human ever. And why are they doing that? Because they need you to react that way. Don't. Don't. They don't have that power over you. Nobody's watching or listening to them anymore. Back in a minute. If one of your New Year's resolutions isn't getting better night's sleeps, then uh, maybe you either have a perfect sleep now or I, I don't know. You don't know what you're missing when you get a good night's sleep. Mike Lindell gave me one of his... Um, uh, my pillows and quite honestly i didn't like it at first because i had the small one i needed the extra the extra large uh when i had the no sarah that's not a fat joke oh my gosh look at her laughing anyway when mike came to my office he was asking if he could be a sponsor on the program and i said uh he said what do you think of the pillow and i said well he said oh my gosh you don't like it and I said, mm, no, I don't actually. Uh, and I knew that was going to be the end of any relationship, but I have to be able to tell you the truth. He said, let me send you the large. You have the small. Let me send you the large. He did. And I love it. I really do love it. I love the sheets that I sleep on every night. You want a great night's sleep? Right now, you can get a standard MyPillow for nineteen ninety eight. originally 70 bucks. That's more than 50 bucks in savings. And yes, the king size pillow is $10 more. 
Now is the time to buy. Lowest price offer ever. Mike is also extending his money-back guarantee trial to March 1st, so you don't have anything to lose. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener specials. There you're going to find not only this amazing offer, but rotating discounts on 150 MyPillow products from the Dream Sheets to the Mattress Topper and so much more. Enter the promo code BACK, or you can call 800-966-3117. It's MyPillow.com. And that is sick, twisted freak. By the way, I will not hear your maligning of uh, of uh, Keanu Reeves another second. Did you see what he's doing with the uh, proceeds of this movie? Of this movie? Yeah. They paid him for it? That's, 70, a, tr- that's a tragedy in and of itself. 70%. Mm. 70% he is uh, donating uh, to leukemia research because of his, his sister. Isn't that great? What if they don't want it? This is dirty money. <laughs> It's like, you know, we'd rather not do the See, research. I really thought you were going to go down to 70% of everything that he made off that. So that's $1.75? <laughs> no, I'm sure he made plenty of money for it. He yeah. wouldn't have done it if he didn't make plenty of money. Yeah, 30, $31.5 million. Someone told me it was they, they spent $250 million on this movie. Which is that was I mean, uh, not a good investment. No, not a good investment. They put Doogie Howser as the bad guy oh in it. Oh my gosh! I saw. Now I like Neil Patrick Harris. I think he's a good actor. He was not terrible in this role. Yeah. What is he doing in this role? Uh, I will tell you that I saw. Um, he's stretching his acting wings. No, uh, you shouldn't do that. Uh, <laughs> Always just stay in your box. I Never saw... leave the box. Don't try to get out of the box. Always just stay exactly where you're typecast. That's very. That's good. a good. That's good advice. Uh, so. Oh, I, uh, it, it works for some. Uh, Keanu Reeves being one of them. Uh, I saw Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Really good. Really? Really good. I've I know, heard nothing but great things yeah, about it. Yeah. I, I, it, I don't want to hype it anymore. Just really good. Really enjoyed it. I, great storyline. Great. Uh, it just fleshes the characters out a lot. Hmm. And by the way, there are two teasers one in the middle of the uh, the credits, and then one at the very end. And the one at the very end is the one you really need to see. Mm. Yeah. They always put the teasers back there. Yeah. Um, I saw um, American Underdog, the Kurt Warner story. <sighs> you gotta see that. <laughs> you gotta see it. It's good. It's a good, like, it's a good quality sports underdog story. And I they did a love good job those. With it. I love those. Would yeah. you put it in the category of, like, Invincible? Yeah, it's in that it's in that realm. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, of course, Invincible is about the greatest team ever assembled, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. So it's it's in another category. Um, uh, obviously, uh, uh, the higher a, a playoff category. Whatever. Uh, but no, the Kurt Warner thing is 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 good. I also saw Sing Two because I have kids, uh, which was was it good? Yeah, I mean, I like it. Was I it like as good it. as Sing One? You know, I don't know if anything can rise to those levels. Um, Was it better than The Matrix 2? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Any other The Matrix movies outside of the first the one. The Elephant yeah. <laughs> give the proceeds for any kind of research. Uh, yes. Uh, gave it to uh, Forgetfulness. Really? That's, yeah, but that's, the, wow. that's what... At least they, uh, they thought they did, but they may have forgotten. <laughs> okay, good. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. All right. Back tomorrow. Don't forget. 9 p.m. tomorrow night. Our exclusive interview on the future with Donald Trump. Tomorrow night, 9 p.m., Blaze TV. The Glenn Beck Program.